Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to discuss how to deal with staff who always want more. Mm. We'll start with a question from a frustrated manager who has made numerous improvements to his department, only to hear constant complaining from the people he manages. Unfortunately, I think this does happen to managers, mm-hmm. especially the ones who come in and sort of clean up, work hard to give their employees everything they may want, and it's not enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, let's go to our question. What is our question for today? I became head of my department about a year ago and have worked very hard to create a work environment that is efficient and fair. I've created systems where none existed before. I've fought for raises for my staff. I've streamlined our operations and provided resources so that people can do their jobs more easily. No matter what I do, it's never enough. Someone is always complaining about the workload, the pay, or some other aspect of their job. What do I do? You know, I find that this is so true in many of mm-hmm. my clients' yeah. mm-hmm. um, companies, but not all. Mm-hmm. And I think if you tend to hire very young people that have don't have the experience of working mm-hmm. in um, some really dysfunctional companies, they don't. <laughs> they really don't know that you may be offering them a good deal. Right. Right. And you may also have a potster. I don't know. You know, somebody uh-huh. who just says, "Oh, I got a friend who's making so much more," or "I know uh-huh. that." You know, so there could be there could be that, and you should really look into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, and if you're not hiring young people, then maybe you're still off. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I was thinking another part of this could be you may be doing, maybe you're silently doing all these things, making all these improvements, mm. but not informing the staff of what you're doing mm-hmm. on their behalf. You know what I mean? So it's almost like you're a suffering manager <laughs> who's trying to rectify these situations. But it, um, I think in some ways, just like if you were an employee, you should be promoting your achievements, that it's important to let the staff know what you are doing on their behalf, mm-hmm. right? right? How you yeah. are advocating from them for them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have to take credit for it and, and let them know that this is special. Yeah. But I also think you have to, you know, at some point say, well, this is what we're offering. Yeah. And, right. and if that is not, you know, if you could do better, then, you know, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, so... Yeah. So I agree with Catherine. I think you have to really make sure that they understand what you've done mm-hmm. and l- let them know they can go. Cause I, th- I think you got to get rid of the complainers <laughs> because I think people urge them. Well, people like to complain. I mean, I just yeah. think it's much easier than being satisfied. Right. So if you can get rid of the complainers, I mean, you can't get rid of them totally, but if you can get, you know, minimize them, that might help also. Right. Right. Well, I think also, Offering that they don't have to be there right. could help with the complaining as well, right? That yeah. if it's clear that, look, we've, I've done the best I can. We're giving you the best salary we can. We're trying to mm-hmm. manage your workload. If this doesn't work for you, 
we understand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who sent this question and I wonder what the situation is, yeah. but, um, uh, yeah, I think, you know, just, I would do a survey in your area to make sure you are paying correctly mm-hmm. and you are offering the right vacation and right. You know, Cause the world is changing and people want more work-life balance and, that, yes. and they deserve that. So I think companies have to be aware of that, that, you know, you do want to give, you do want to pay a fair salary and you do want to give people the time off, um, that they deserve. And you do want to give them some flex time and Mm -hmm. they can work from home if that's, you know, if that works for your organization. Right. But, you know, it's not just a blanket, okay, we're going to give you everything and then you're going to adore me. You know, there's also, (laughs) it doesn't always work out that way. Well, also the more you get, the more you give, the more you are expected to give in some right, regards, yes, yes. right? Yeah. I mean, we've worked, we've done executive coaching in cultures that is that are so considerate of the staff. Mm-hmm. And you can still find, as you were saying, both the complainers and the things to complain about. So, right. and I think that's part of it is like understanding. I was working with someone the other day who has a um, consulting agency and some of the consultants, you know, typically if you lose a client, you go, quote, on the beach. But mm-hmm. smaller companies just <laughs> let the consultants go until they have mm-hmm. another gig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that this person actually informed the consultants that, you know, I could be letting you go right now, right, right. but we want to keep you. And in order to right. keep you, we're going to need these things from you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So, so yeah. It could be a cultural ha- thing too. You, yeah. You, you have to let people know that they've got a good deal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you've bent over backwards to make sure that they have a good deal because you care about them and you want them to stay. Right. So they have to understand that. So th- these are people that have not worked very much, probably. They're probably mm. young people early in their career. Well, actually, there are some Gen Xers in there, um, in this mm. mix. But I do think what's true is they're not, I mean, if you're doing like gig, the gig economy, if you're used to doing gigs, you don't really stop and think about what is the organization I'm working for? What did they need? You mm-hmm. sort of think of yourself as a freelancer mm-hmm. with a job, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Right. So there can be something about that, about building a sense of team or community or... Right, right. Um, Is there a way that managers can get feedback anonymously from their workers? Or how would they go about doing that? A suggestion box. Right, right. <laughs> well, I guess you could do a 360 where uh-huh. you can, you know, where it's anonymous. Right, right. Um, which is probably not a bad idea for whoever is asking the question to do a 360. Yeah. Right. You know, to find out what's really, bo- maybe there's something else bugging them and they're just mm-hmm. saying that it's the money. Right, right. I, it's hard to know. But, um, you know, once people start complaining, look, if you are paying a fair price and you're giving people lots of treats and <laughs> they're still complaining, you're doing something wrong. Well, that's right. Mm. And plus, they know that they can complain with you. I was thinking that <laughs> there are bosses where you would never complain because right. you know the, the cost. That's right. right. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. I think that this phenomenon can often happen to those bosses who want to be super fair, who want everyone to like them, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're trying to win them over in a way. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And it feels like you never do. Right. So, and Kathy, you often talk about that, that you have to go from being 
liked to being respected, you right. know, aiming for that as a boss. Right. And part <laughs> of that is probably saying, you know, I've done the, what I can for you. Mm-hmm. And if you have improvements that you'd like to make, maybe you can come up with a plan. <laughs> but I think a boss wanting to be liked is problematic. Because that, you know, people just don't like their boss. And it's not because they don't like you as a person. They don't know you as a person. But you're in a position to fire them. And you have some power over them. And people don't like that. I mean, you know, everybody comes to the workplace with their own relationship to authority. Mm -hmm. So you could remind them of their horrible father or their horrible uncle. I mean, and, you know, that's not your problem. Stop looking to be liked. Right. Right. I also think what's interesting about that is in the hiring process, um, To again, if you're looking to be liked or you're looking to get people who are going to like you, then you're going to hire less supportive staff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. More you're working for them, they're not working for you kind right, of thing. Right, right. So I've seen that phenomenon as yeah. well. I've seen people come into the workplace that are very unhappy and they think the workplace is going to satisfy all of their needs. And yeah. they come there to make a lot of friends and mm-hmm. everything somebody says to them has a lot of meaning and there are problems mm. there. They're, they create a lot of, a lot of problems. Yeah. Um, so, so it could be something in the hiring process. Yes, too. exactly. Yeah. And that's part of learning of a good manager is how to really identify who you really want and mm-hmm. who is going to fit your culture. Yeah. yeah. But you got to get rid of the complainers. I, I think mm-hmm. I think complaining is it's a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. And it's disrespectful. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if you deserve a raise and you want a raise, that's a confidential conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. When you can tell, if you're the manager, you can say, what behavior or um, achievement goals would uh, marks would get you to the place of making more money, or mm-hmm. what the limits are? Sometimes a manager has no more money to give, right? right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's right. part of it too. Yeah. Well, that's usually <laughs> usually the limitations <laughs> is uh, there isn't any more. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Our budget is what it is. Yeah. Um, exactly. But you know, some companies have not adjusted to sort of the new world, and they're not willing to pay minimum wage, or they're not you know above minimum wage. They're not willing to really pay people, mm-hmm. and you don't want to work for a company like that. But if you're working for a company that is paying a fair wage, then shut up. <laughs> Stop complaining because, you know, if you don't like the job, go. But Right. Yeah. That's right. You know, and I think people complain sometimes when it's something else that bothers them. Mm. And then they'll blame it on the money. Mm-hmm. So, All right. So we're talking about several things yeah, here. One we're, is we're just talking in It circles. starts with, <laughs> no, not necessarily, but it starts with the hiring. Who are the people working for you that, um, you know, it's you want to get better at hiring staff who are interested in being supportive mm-hmm. and who are capable of being appreciative. Yeah. That's right. Then, it's, then we've got the making sure to broadcast the changes and improvements that you are making so that they are aware of the way things are improving and how you are advocating for them. Mm-hmm. And then, Kathy, to your point, if someone says it's not enough, you can always say, well, maybe this isn't the position for you. Right. Right. And if they're still a chronic complainer, show them the door. <laughs> yeah, I would yep. have a discussion with them first and uh-huh. say, you know, we may not be meeting all your needs, but mm-hmm. um, the, the constant complaining is negative. And, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, please refrain from it because right. complaining is not 
it's not great. Right. There's always something else going on. Mm-hmm. Right. When people complain. I, Either know. externally or they're just not happy there. Right. Or, or they're, they're just not, not happy. happy. They're just not happy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not happy. Period. <laughs> and that, you know, that's really rough in the workplace to, you know, if you've got. Yeah. And that people are suffering. People have been suffering through the through COVID, maybe with their yeah. children, maybe they've Ooh. lost people. Yeah. It's not great. Um, but you can still cut off the complainers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts or you're in this kind of a situation, tweet us at AskK2 and also follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. If you want to receive our weekly podcast email, text us at 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office. That's all one word, My Crazy Office at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.